that's why I don't talk about Hunter Biden that often. I mean, we don't really talk about him that much on this podcast. Cause He's one, literally just a way to go after Joe without going after Joe. I know. And the thing is, there's a million things you could just well, go and, after and, Joe. But they don't, and they don't want to go after Joe. Well, exactly. So it's a way to, to to look like they're doing something while doing nothing. Exactly. It's to appease us. Well, we're not appeased, damn it. Welcome to the Kingsplaining Podcast. We are the two kings of the Rube Empire, right-wing extremist extraordinaire, supernaturalist by nature, and downright Christian bigots. I'm the Philosopher King, the Ivory Tower. 51% of all this power. And I've got a perspective on things. After this podcast, I want you to go home, make some bread, some desserts, maybe a little bit of chocolate, and just get all fat. And sassy. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the strong one, the people's champ, the people's choice. And I have a perspective on so many things. And this is the time. This is the time we squeeze them double Ds. This is the time where we just spread the kick-ass duke all over the mayo and the, the, the sandwich, the creme de la creme. The amazing podcast that is the Kingsplaining Podcast at kingsplaining.substack.com. Give it up for the one. The only, the Birdman himself, D- 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 Dusty. The aviary is open today. <laughs> they're going to fly, and they're going to fly proud. That's right. The kick-ass Duke is in the house. The producer, the right hand of the kings. Let's see what other labels can I throw on here. You got a, you got a few. <laughs> You're racking them up right now. You know what I mean? It's right. Like, the yeah, kick-ass yeah. Duke. I mean, the double Ds, them. when you rack up those double Ds, I mean, they're, they're nice. You know what yeah. I mean? I like the fact that I'm the mayonnaise in the sandwich. You, he's the meat. <laughs> no, he's the, dar- he's the dark meat. I'm the light meat. <laughs> I was going to say, you're the bread that holds it all together. Who's the moist yeah, maker, maybe. man? Who's and the moist maker? He's the meat, because, I mean, look at, look at him. He's, he's a meathead. My <laughs> sandwich. My. Uh, boys, this is going to be a fun episode, because... Uh, Man, what do they say? Cultures downstream from what? what is, how's it go? How's what's the phrase? Politics called? is downstream from culture. Politics is downstream from culture, and our culture, unfortunately, is dictated by television screens, movie theaters, and what's on our phone. Well, less and less so the movie theaters. That's true. What a movie movie theater? What it, yeah, I know, right? Oh, is it that cinema that yeah. our grandparents yeah. used to go to? The yeah. celluloids, the uh, yeah. the, that, the place that made the less talkies. money than the any time in the last thirty years. Jeez, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, that sucks, man. I loved going to the movie theater. I love movie. I love good movies. I love movies that can pull me in and make me care about the characters and care about the story. And so far, that's only happened twice. To be fair, to be fair, there, there was a moment when bookstores were a thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. like bookstores are huge back in the day mm-hmm. oh yeah and the, they're they're rare now you know what i mean they're rare yeah. yeah you know like uh the radio dj like the superstar dj like what yeah no one cares yeah radio's gone i mean podcasts are very thriving we're doing one right now mm-hmm. i mean 
Podcasts are incredibly popular. That's a very popular medium right now. And where, can, where else can they interact with us? Oh, at kingsplaining.substack.com. Where is that? It's uh, kingsplaining.substack.com. Isn't that where you can get cool shirts like the one I'm wearing? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. You can find the merch store right there on our homepage. To be fair, it's a cool shirt, but it's disturbing. I don't want Saruman looking at me Sar- from the phallus. Sa- Sa- Sauron. 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 Sauron is Christopher Lee. I smash those together all the time, so that's my bad. But it's <laughs> at the top of a, of a phallusk, uh, you know, an Osiris phallusk that's from D- DC. So, you know, it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? An obelisk, one might say, you know? Mm-hmm. It's sad that this is the representation that they chose for what, the, such a great president. What a big dick. Is yeah. he sticking out of the ground? Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. A big spire. It only took me five minutes to say something perverted on the show, man. Yeah, well, I thought you started with that. You introduced me. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) It is true. (laughs) But uh, politics are downstream from culture. And um, what's interesting is more and more that the typical controllers of culture are kind of losing, kind of losing it, if that makes sense. Like they used to have a pulse of the culture because they used to dictate it. You know what I mean? Like they used to like set the terms and all that stuff like that. But it's interesting watching them flail and try their best to kind of assume that position with no power. Does that make sense? Like, I'll, I'll give an example. Like, gro- think of some groundbreaking movies, like Casablanca. You remember Casablanca? Have you seen Casablanca? No. Here's looking at you, kid. But I know the premise. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Like those types of movies, like set the culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It set it set the tone. It was you know? part of the zeitgeist. Yeah, Dirty Dancing set the tone. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's back to the future. Cool. Yeah. Oh, oh. Star Wars. Star Star Wars. I mean, the original, not not any of this garbage from two thousand and on. But me said Jojo Binks. Oh, God, just don't, <laughs> don't. That's that's just wrong. You don't know my power. But anyways, um, sorry. The sand it gets everywhere. <laughs> I killed them all, even the women and children. Uh, anyways, um, but but movies used to dictate culture. You know what I mean? They they really moved the culture. You know, like what you saw kids wearing in TV shows is what people wore back in the day. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, okay, cool. You used to walk up to a stranger and. You you've all seen the same movies. Yeah, I mean, like, think about like the gym phenomena. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes popular, and then all of a sudden, like, gyms become popular, and then like, the action star becomes popular, and Terminator. You know, then you got people like me that just thought, well, I just need to get jacked up out of my mind and lift a bunch of freaking weights and kill stuff, and yeah, man, you know, like it, it dictates what's happening, you know. I don't see that happening right now. One, we've talked about it on our show before because a lot of times. The stuff that's coming out of Hollywood, the stuff that's coming out on TV, is it really moving the needle? Because we're more interested in our phones and well, stuff no, but, that we create. It, it, there's that, and, and everybody knows exactly what they're going to get, and they don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, seriously. It's a pleasant surprise when it's not yeah. woke garbage. Yeah. Mario, yeah. for Mario, example, yeah. that came yeah. out this year. There was an um, absolute just juggernaut of a movie. Mm-hmm. Why? Because... It was a Mario. It was just Mario. It was just Mario. They had no message in, in it whatsoever. Yep. Except, you know, do the right thing. Yeah. Sit you know, princess, simple stuff. Yeah. Brotherhood. Yeah. All the good stuff. Trolls. Brothers coming together. 
which is interesting. It's all about the boys. That's the girliest movie of all time. It's brothers coming together, mm. you know, and still making it work. But so I'm watching the stuff that's coming out, right? And I've got to I've got to talk about it because it's it's in the zeitgeist, blah blah blah. But a movie just came out on Netflix called "Leaving the World Behind." Leaving the world behind. Haven't we been doing that already? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, just checking. I'm on a date night with my wife. You know, we we did all of our date night pleasantries and all that good stuff, and we come to the point where it's like. We got two hours to kill and we got nothing going on because we've taken care of everything else on this date night. So, let's watch a movie together. You know what I mean? Now, typically my wife will go for Hallmark. And I could stomach Hallmark for about 15 minutes. And then I'm like, is this the part where they get in a stupid fight that doesn't really mean anything? And she threatens to go back to the big city, but that she really loves the small town. And she's really in love with the guy. And then they get over their bullcrap. And then they get married and blah, blah, blah. And kids at the end. And then she gets pissed off, and then I get sent to the room. You know what I mean? So Yeah, because you know it's, it's, the same it's not formulaic at all. It's incredibly formulaic, but it works, and chicks dig it. So we always have to find something in between. So I was like, okay, click on Netflix. I call it the Fabio flick. Fabio flick. <laughs> you know, and I like blood, guts, and you know, war, and I like documentaries. I like true crime. That's stuff I like. So I've put on Netflix, newest movie that pops up is Leaving the World Behind. Now, what hooks my wife is Julia Roberts is the star of the movie. Okay. All right. What hooks me is I'm like, oh, Kevin Bacon's in it. Really? That's, that, that's what that's I like Kevin your Bacon. Draw. I like Kevin Bacon. He always I like plays, Bacon. I just don't like Kevin. He, <laughs> I don't I can't think of a movie he's bad in. He's like really? one of those actors. Really? Yeah. Uh, Footloose. Yeah, he he's actually the oh. only redeemable factor of Footloose. No. Have you ever seen uh, Animal House? Yes. He's a no. prick in Animal House, and he's really good at it. Um, shouldn't say this on the show, but Wild Things. Have you ever seen the, the yeah. movie Wild Things? He's really good in that movie. He's he's, eh. he's always slimy. He's always a slimy... Yeah. He's always cast as the bad guy, which is interesting, because Footloose, he's like the good guy, you know, whatever. So he's in it. I'm like, okay, Ethan Hawke, I can kind of stand... I forget what the black guy's name that's in it. He's he he's the guy that they were going to do Blade with, but then they made the new Blade. Disney was going to make it about chicks and gay and lame and stuff, yeah. and he was out of it. Um, yeah. Well, it was about the three chicks who, you know, basically were going <laughs> to replace Blade. Come to, come to his aid and like be better at killing vampires than Blade. So the, the typical, Daywalker, typical Disney Marvel, put a chick in it. Make her lame and gay. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Is a Mahershala Ali. Yeah. He's in it. Okay. So the movie premise, I'll give the 30-second view of it, is a family wakes up one morning and Julie Roberts says, hey, listen, let's get an Airbnb. Let's get out of the city. They're in New York City, of course, because I guess LA and New York are the only cities that exist. Um, so they get out of the city of New York. And, uh, you know, the dad's like, man, that's... I mean, I'm excited for the weekend. That sounds like a lot of fun, but... Why do you want to do this so badly? And she's like, because I effing hate people. So Julie Roberts is establishing. She's a Karen, typical, you know, whatever, portrayal of a white woman, you know, hates people. And they get their Airbnb to get away. So they go to this really nice house, this really sweet establishment. Um, then they get a random knock on the door in the middle of the night. So they've spent a whole day there. Um, 
they get a random knock on the door, and it's this black guy, this well-dressed black guy, and uh, his daughter, black daughter. And they're like, yeah, things are going crazy in the city. Um, this is our house, and we're the ones that rented it to you. Can we stay in the basement tonight? Just to stay away from all the craziness of the city. Long story short, all the navigation satellites are knocked out, so ships are running aground and, and nothing. Planes are literally just smashing into the ground. Yeah, the power because grid. there's no pilots in any of them? Well, they're, they're saying the navigate. Anyway, I, again. again. Uh, my friend's a pilot, so it's just like that throws throws reality so far out that it's just like, <laughs> yeah, no, the, the pilot wouldn't go, hmm, ground's pretty close. Maybe I should pull up. Hey, listen, no, listen, no, I don't know. Anyway, long story short. Just saying, just Power saying. grid's knocked out to the point where um, there's a cyber attack. Power grid's knocked out and electric cars that are fully self-driving basically crash themselves into every meaningful way in and out of the city so no one can get out of the city. And of course, they're Teslas. Um, long story short, the black little girl does not, not little girl, the black teenage girl doesn't trust the white woman because you know all white people are bad and evil. Okay. Yeah. The white woman's skeptical clearly because it's like, wait a minute, I got this Airbnb and why are you showing back up at this? Which is kind of understandable, blah, blah, blah. But mm. she still hates people. Um, Ethan Hawke is portrayed as the typical pussy dude, you know, married to the big strong woman, you know, Julia Roberts. So it's, it's all programmable. Now, what's interesting about this is, me and Charity are watching this movie. Kudos to my wife. She's like, they're just showing this to us because this is what they're going to try to do to us. And I looked at her like, yeah, that's my woman. <laughs> that's my girl. And I was like, this is literally revelation of the method. They are showing us how you would destabilize America. You kill the power. You make things go well, haywire. This, they're, they're, they're showing you exactly what we talked about last week. Exactly, the cyber attack. So exactly, so on cue... After we talked about this last week, they mm -hmm. have a movie produced that essentially says countries are going to attack America, but before they do that, they're going to kill all of our power grid. They're going to make they're going to drive us to the point where we want to kill each other, not trust each other, and so on and so forth. Kevin Bacon is you the, mean we get Red Dawn? Yeah, Kevin Bacon I, is the typical, why does that why does that excite me? Well, they <laughs> picked the gayest mascot of all time to be, but you know, other than that, I'll leave it alone. Wolverines. That's not so bad. I hate Michigan. That's not so bad. Notre Dame fighting Irish. Piss yes. on Michigan. Anyways. My, my favorite team is whoever's beating Notre Dame at the time. <laughs> so Michigan's not so bad. Here's some two birds for you, man. Anyways. Oh, hey. Look at those birds flying out of the Avery. I shouldn't have left that door open. But Kevin Bacon is the typical conservative <laughs> prepper who is prepared for all this, has the short, the short way or the long wave radio. So you can talk to other people in San Diego while all the power's down. He's super prepared. And they have this just intense standoff between, you know, Ethan Hawke and the black guy and Kevin Bacon. And long story short, they have to start barter system systeming within three days yeah. of this power system going down, which definitely could happen um, for resources you and mean so on and so forth. Bullets will be yeah. the primary form of currency? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but long story short, it, it was really to the point. Like, there were some very specific things that were said in there, and I'm like, they've been talking about that for a long time. Like, hitting people with microwave blasts like they did in Cuba. We actually, it, we um, shot a bunch of microwaves at Cuba. The result of that, some people lost teeth. I don't know if you guys heard about this before. 
people actually lost teeth. They just came out because they got hit with so many microwaves. They portrayed one of the kids doing that. They portrayed um, rich people having fallout shelters and what that would look like. Which they do. Yeah. They showed how quickly a barter system could happen in, in a system where money doesn't mean anything. You can't swipe anything. Well, they showed, considering that money doesn't mean anything anyways, it's not too far away. Now, Ethan Hawke, who is portrayed as a simp guy, is kind of realistic because in the scenario, there's a lot of people that don't know how to get to places without navigation. Interesting. Uh, there's, you know, it, it, and it's kind of like the uh, the South Park episode where like people don't know how to do anything and so on mm. and so forth. A lot of that's showing up. But, of course, they have to put the <laughs> racial reconciliation bullcrap in the show. Now, to be fair, the movie's actually good. And I say all that to say the movie's actually good because it is so realistic. And I was like, I came across in charity. I was like, there's definitely a message here. It's very woke. But it was shot well. Music's good. You're actually scared of deers. If you watch the movie, you'll see why. It's kind of like, holy crap. I've never seen... Deers portrayed in that light before, you know what I mean? Deers as in deer? Like antlers and deer? As the deer panteth for the water deer, yes. Yeah, okay, all right. Very intriguing. They're horrible creatures. Uh, They're they're not peaceful. Yeah. (laughs) The way it's filmed, very offsetting. Like, it offset charity a lot. It was cool. Um, The acting's good. The acting's very good. It's got good actors in it, so on and so forth. But I was like, it's really, like, I was like, this is really obvious revelation of the method. Like, Like, this is too obvious. Now, again, to randos, <coughs> to randos, right, we would, random people are not going to pick up on this stuff. But if you're enlightened, if you have a little bit of enlightenment to what they're trying to do, you're going to pick up on everything that's happening in this movie. Yeah. And I wondered why it was so on the nose, if that makes sense. And the next day I realized that the production company that <laughs> advised this movie was Barack Obama's <laughs> production company. So good old old Biden, I mean, sorry, Barack Obama literally gave the insight of how they think it's going to go down or what we're going to do to ourselves like we did in 9-11. Does mm. that make sense? Yep. So that's why it was like eerily entertaining for me because I was like, this is exactly what is going to happen. <laughs> this is that, this was try. on purpose. Yes. This was undoubtedly on purpose. Now, my wife Charity had the best line of the night. She literally said, Ray, you know how we look back at movies that are like 10 years old and they basically describe the pandemic and all the stuff that's happening and so on and so forth? She's like, so we got what, like 10 years before this happens? I'm like, more or less. Yeah, maybe even faster now these days. Yeah, probably. Well, they have to now. Yeah. With the internet, they can't. Nope. People will figure it out too quick. But with that being said... I mean, we're already doing it right now. It's been up for a week, right? You mean like China who's been stockpiling... uh, uh, essentially holes in our security and actually paying people to find the holes so that they can stockpile where they are so they can do one massive cyber attack when they invade Taiwan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just just want to make sure we're, we're on the same page for that. But it's interesting. This movie came out this week. And a preview for another movie came out, Dusty. It was called... Uh, it's called The Revolutionary War, Korea... Civil War. Civil War. I, they should really call it Civil War Two because we've already had. Yeah, we already. Did. Well, that, then you would have to actually like understand history, and we wouldn't want to look. Because here's the problem: because you don't want to look at the fact that it was a Republican who was president fighting a war to end slavery and reunite the country. 
Well, then the other thing, too, is you got to deal with 500,000 white people dying so that black people could be free. What? That didn't happen. So that's why you don't call it Civil War Two. You just call it the Civil War and just pray yeah. to God that nobody... No, they're not. See, that was the Civil War. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You know? So oh. this is just Civil War. So it took place in Ohio? <laughs> you, you know there was a border war between Michigan and Ohio. You know that. It's, it's called the Battle of Toledo. There was? There was literally a Battle of Toledo. One person got injured in it. That sounds about right. <laughs> no, dead serious. There were people fighting for the um, for Toledo because for, for access to I don't the, know uh, why. Toledo's awful. <sighs> Bro, you, 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 ain't, you ain't lying. Uh, <laughs> Toledo's like the town in Ohio like nobody claims. Well, like Gary's the like, same thing in Indiana. Yes, that's true. I mean, you, you know like, oh, you're that's Illinois. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Chicago. You know bro. you've be, you've entered Gary when you can smell it. Oh gosh, it's gross. It, it literally, when I I'd, I'd go to Chicago, I knew I was passing through Gary when I'd smell yeah the steelwork factories, and it's just like oh oh oh. So, so, yeah, we we just crossed into Gary, didn't we? Yep. <laughs> so I would encourage our viewers of the King's Pudding Podcast to go check out. You know, leave the world behind because let's get real. Uh, all it did was charity for the first time took serious. Like, maybe we should get like a generator. I'm like, yeah, yes, we should. Yeah. And maybe I can get that shotgun that Kevin Bacon's uh, got in his hands. Yep. Just saying. Shotguns are dead handy. I like, I love me some shotguns. Anyways, my, my point is this <laughs> I do. I do. I'm a shotgun. I anyway, love shotguns. I do too. I just they don't, want it. They don't do much for me. What? Yeah. The thing is, if I they, put it in front of you, I'm not missing. Something's yeah, hitting no, you. I understand that. I Here's know. the thing: you I can, understand its utility, but it's not like it can uh, shoot anything. Literally, you just put something in the barrel and explode, bam. and it will shoot whatever it's. It in go front boom of it. and hit everything in front of you. Yeah, it's a cannon that you get to carry. Yeah. It's a blunderbust, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> Pirates. It doesn't. No, I like precision. Precision. <laughs> I got you, but. That's what the AR is for. That's I what I'm saying. People. That's what I, that's what I'm more interested in. Yeah, I so uh, go see that movie, but I also tell people to go see the Civil War trailer that is going to be coming out. And what's interesting too is most movies take about four years to make. Yeah, give or take. So this Julia Roberts movie was made four years from now, which was 2019, probably. Mm. It probably started production on this. Like oh, interesting. So 2019 was that before the pandemic? Oh, yeah, that was before the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is wild. It's like almost like they're on a time schedule. Isn't there an agenda 2030? Something we're still like trying that. to get to in six years? Yeah. That's strange. So we got six but years. That's the UN. That has nothing to do with the movie industry. No. Oh, wait. <laughs> Not at <laughs> wait, all. Wait, what? <laughs> but the Civil War trailer, a couple of highlights to the Civil War trailer, because it betrays, basically the premise of the story is what? That California and Texas, let me repeat that again. There's a flag flying with two stars, American flag, two stars, and it's California and Texas. Because, yeah, that, that, that's the two states that I, I foresee yeah, coming are. together to fight the rest of the country. First of all, that's wishful thinking like a mofo mm-hmm. from California. That is Texas. Hollywood in its worst. I mean, it, you really, I don't mind suspending well, it's, it's, my disbelief totally. to enjoy a movie and get involved. I love sci-fi. You have to really suspend a lot of disbelief sure. in order to enjoy that type of film. Yeah, definitely with sci-fi. I'm really having to push myself in order to see Texas 
Texas and California agreeing enough to go, we need to attack the federal government. But that's where all the fruits and nuts left when everything got bad in the pandemic. They ran to Texas. That's where they ran. So they're, they're hoping by then they have oh. full control of Texas. But then here's the other problem. Just understand well, th- that. Do you really think it's a leftist in office that they're fighting against? But but again, you're gonna have to suspend disbelief to believe that a California that California, even though I made that prediction a wrongful uh, prediction, that California would go with a a leader that was conservative enough to pull Texas together and well, rebel against the no, state. No, this is this is gonna be a you know Austin. This, oh yeah. This okay. You know. Yeah. The way the way the Civil War is portraying it's going to be weird wild Texas instead of weird what? Yeah, is essentially that versus the right-wing Trump America. (coughs) Yeah. That's the way they're going to portray this is that the MAGA Trump that they perceive not the actual Trump but they'll give them no choice but to secede and start attacking Americans. So, first of all, no one in California has the nutsack to fight anybody. <laughs> they're all fags, so that's not going to happen. Well, Secondly, either that or they've had them trimmed. That's true. Secondly, it, here's where they pit this. I had no problems with the trailer because it was so stupid and, and far-fetched. Well, but you know what you're... pissed me off? You know what really pissed me off? They made Ron Swanson the president. Ron Swanson? Yeah. Ron. I didn't The embodiment that. of piss... F the government, a tyrannical government is, oh, I'm, I'm the tyrannical guy now. So they took they yeah. took our symbol. Well, they took our bacon and eggs and America and the government sucks symbol. He's been. And make him the president. So that's Nick Offerman, well, the actor who plays oh, Ron Swanson, he's been, he's been trying to distance himself from that character ever since Parks and Rec went out. Because he's a leftist. Yeah, because he's not, he's not that guy. He's a, he's a carpenter, yeah. you know. He's a he's a he's an artisan, he's a he's a maker, as they like to say these days. Um, but he's, he's what? yeah, Sorry. exactly. Sorry. Um, but uh, but he yeah he's he's definitely a lefty. Can yeah. Mark Hamill run from Luke Skywalker? He tried to. Yeah. He he tried to for about two decades. Can I don't know? Can uh... Harrison Ford? Yeah, can he? Harrison, I, Harrison like, Ford hates Star Wars. He I, I get it. loathes Star Wars. I get it, but bro, I'm sorry. So upsetting. I hate that shit. Um, that, yeah. uh, you know, talk about the things that piss me off. <laughs> is when actors don't appreciate the the, the landmark roles that Made blew them famous. up. And you compare that to the people from The Princess Bride who like are just so grateful that they got to be a part of that film. Yeah. And that people no. love it so much to this day. You did that on purpose, didn't you? Yeah. No, you did that on purpose. You I, invoked the Princess Bride thing. I mean, you yes. You know who the director I, of the Civil War is? Rob Reiner. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I responded to on Twitter to the thing, and I was like, I can't believe this douche did the Princess Bride. It still astounds me. Sorry, I, I just messed that up. Rob Reiner did. He's the director of the new Christian Nationalist. Oh movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is oh, worse. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is, is worse. Which is worse. But yes, yes, you're I, absolutely what, right. What I said, what I'm meaning by that is, are you trying to piss me off today by bringing up Rob Reiner? <laughs> yeah, no. Which I I'll, that was going to be my final thought, but you know that's that's cool. Whatever. Are you dick? <laughs> <laughs> no, but so the Civil War movie, 
here's what's interesting is that they try to portray like they, they always push out what they want. Yeah. Like deep what down they, in their heart, Californians really want Texas. It's kind of like how Israel wants us to fight other wars. You know what I mean? Like, I do. I do like their portrayal <laughs> of Florida, though. The Florida Alliance. The yeah. Florida Alliance. I like well, they, it, they only mention it really. They only mention it in but passing, they but they made sure that was in the trailer. Yeah. They made sure of it. Which mm-hmm. it's like them saying, "We know what you're capable of." Well, the the, the we have an eye on you. <laughs> to me, my response is, "You want it." You got yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> you want it, baby. You got it. Sing it, man. <laughs> but what's funny about these movies is they try to subvert things, right? They try to make it so extreme, like, oh, icky. I don't want to be that. Yeah, but they don't, know who, they don't know who they're dealing with. We're Florida, man. But, but you know what's And funny? you know what I bet? What, you don't know what extreme is. Yeah, no. I bet you it's Georgia <laughs> and Mississippi and Louisiana that have all joined Florida. I don't want Georgia. They're too gay. Atlanta's too gay for me. Yeah, Atlanta sucks. I Atlanta bet you we take sucks. I bet you we we in South Georgia would take bounce. It. Yeah, like Savannah, Valdosta, they'll be out. Oh yeah, I'll see ya. Yeah. Alabama. <laughs> yeah, Alabama. Except you know, God, I hate the University of Alabama. You, you listen, but people from Alabama, you gotta, they're delusional. I, uh, I had I had a fun conversation with a. Uh, Alabama banker, and uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, Florida State. They played a cupcake schedule and stuff." And me and my boss, we just we're in the video call, and we just look at each other in the camera, like, "Yeah, sure, dude." And we're just like, "Whatever you need to say to buy from us." <laughs> we're like, "Florida State still was what thirteen and zero." Yeah, they, you know what's funny is they still haven't lost a game, but uh, got weird out of the playoffs. But I'll leave that alone for now, which and- would cause a Florida alliance. Yep. It yeah. would cause us to break off. Yeah. UCF still has that banner, national champions from three years ago. They should never take it down. Yeah. They beat the team that beat both of the teams in the national championship game. Yep. They're the, they're the national champions, undefeated. But anyway. Yeah. Weird. Huh. Well, that's what happens when you have... They're the Rocky Balboa. They are. Except they didn't we lose. You don't have a real playoff system, you know? Right. The, the thing is this. I hear that, but it's like... I yeah, I'll leave that alone for now. But w- what I will say is this: This is what I'm gonna say. I'll, I'll I, keep it on topic. I, well, just quickly, I do kind of miss the drama of the BCS. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because I'm like, who's, who's gonna be? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's like, what's funny is, no matter what level it is, there's gonna be drama. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm hoping, I'm hoping when it's 12 teams next year, that the thir- like nobody cares about the 13th team. Like nobody cares mm-hmm. because it's the 13th ranked team. They're not winning the whole thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, nobody cares. Now, so how many teams is it now? Eight? It's four. It's four? It's four in. And they want to go but, to 12? Yeah, but that's what I'm but what's so crappy is what, the team that's left out of it was undefeated. Yeah. Undefeated. Yeah. You got two, two, you got oh, two yeah. one-loss yeah. teams in a tournament that shouldn't be there. I digress. Florida Alliance. Florida Alliance, Florida then. But anyway. <laughs> I hate Florida State. My brother-in-law loves them. I heard all about this. I don't like Florida State, but they kind of make me like Florida State. It's but, like... When it's they not call about the Florida Alliance. It's, it's calling out uh, uh, corruption. Corruption. It's where corruption is. But here's the thing. What's interesting to me is... Um, I mean, unless it's uh, unless the guy's going to buy bank software from you. That's yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all have our data web moments. <laughs> but um, so... <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'll sell my soul for a bank <laughs> core. Anyway, no, not my soul. But... Uh, um, the Civil War movie. It's interesting what they put in it, right? Yes. Now, the first part of the movie, they kind of give the synopsis, but then... Well, you're following around a reporter, media, a reporter who's following this uh, yes. 
essentially this wave reporter. of attacks. The, the, the bastion of moral, oh, moral, um, authority, of yeah. moral authority and... Of course, and, they have to go through um, a media guy. Yeah, and uh, and just like what a hero, this person, you know, you know, when whenever I was Dunst. whenever I was setting or sending back images and stories from these war torn places that I'd been, you know, reporting it from, I always looked at it as a warning: don't do this. And here we are. It's like, a direct quote from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cram it with walnuts, ugly. So, <laughs> here's the other thing, too, about that trailer, is they talk to the girl behind the register. Do you remember that part? Yeah. And and he's like, don't you know there's a civil war going on? And she's like, yeah, we just don't get involved. Yeah, we're trying to avoid, avoid that. This. It, and what's interesting, that part happened right after the Florida Alliance. Did you notice that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a pandemic going on. We just, we're not getting involved. Because mm. we didn't. Think about that. Yep. And that, and so that's what made it so great. But that's that. But they're warning like that's so bad. The Florida Alliance is pretending that nothing else is happening in the world, and we'll continue to do that and piss off, and then come down to the swamp and find out what happens. Yeah. F around and find out because which is what America should have been all this time. Hundred percent. What hundred percent? I don't care what you do. like. That's the thing. Like, okay, if you want to kill your babies in New York City, cool. My federal money should never go to that. Yep. I shouldn't be paying federal anything yeah. for you dickheads to we, be kill babies. Uh, no, you the blood's you, not on my hands. You could have just said we shouldn't be paying federal anything. No, yeah. Period. Like, the blood's not on my hands, Taxes. though, but I'm affiliated with the United States of America. Yeah. And here's the deal. You know me. I am the captain. I am Captain National Divorce. I've been saying that since the BS election of two, 2020 that was funded... By the guy who got screwed in uh, the CARES Act, but I, I digress, Donald mm-hmm. Trump. But why are we why are we part of this? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? And, and to be fair, like California doesn't have the nutsack to start a war. They don't. They don't have the ability no. to. No. They don't uh, have the balls to. They don't have the money well, to. Uh, they uh, they need Texas to even do something. According to this whole thing, is they get the military to side with them and start attacking civilians. I don't know of a single active military member who would dare attack I would any hope that. I civilian. Would hope that. I would hope yeah, that. But, okay, no, so. no, no. They're, they're more than willing to attack <coughs> other military units or even government. But, but, see, but not you. civilian. But, but here's they the thing. Other you, here's the thing. First of all, civilians get bombed all the time. Yeah. Yes. Obama? Yeah. And that's done by military service members. Yes. But, but I understand what you're saying. You know, they're not, nobody's, no military man is looking to go just shoot up Americans until their leadership tells them these Americans are plotting some kind of terrorist threat or whatever, whatever lie they need. Because when you go into the military, you're stripped down and built back up to follow the chain of command. Follow the leader. You know, and that doesn't mean that there's that that they're just robots, you know, but that's the culture of the military, and it's necessary to to win wars and stuff, you yep. know. But that's but that's also an easily manipulated, manipulated uh, 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 hierarchy. Because here's the thing: most of the military got jabbed. Think about that. 
Most of the active members didn't resist it. And there, there was a good portion that, you know, often said, okay, well, there was I guess about I'm going to fire. There was a 12% <coughs> that absolutely refused. 6% of it got kicked out. But 12% of our military refused a jab. Yeah. Let's say the 12% refuses to come after me and shoot me and my family. Yeah. It's still 80%. Even, 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 even let's, let's be generous and pump it up to 20%. Yep. 25%. That's still 75%. You know? But this is the reason why we have the second... And and, 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 and really what has to happen is matter. that they have yeah. to question the orders. Mm-hmm. Are these really terrorists? And you don't do that. You know? Unless you see unless you see real signs. And by then you're probably already in the middle of it. Yeah. But here's what's interesting. They pipe us fake news. What do you think they do in the military? Yeah. What do you think they do in the military? Think about that. Yeah, Dude, I mean, we, killed, we killed ten thousand Iraqis in the Iraq War. Also, I have one. Right? For, I have one phrase for you. Yeah. That's need to know, Private. Exactly. And if you expose them, you get Ed, Edward Snowden. You get uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Julian Assange. You get the guy who uh, leaked the uh, Biden uh, plans recently. The uh, what was the cadet that just did that? But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. There, there, there's a. Anyways, I, I tell our viewers to watch that trailer because it's a lot of revelation of the method. They're they're revealing what they think is going to well, not what they think is going to happen, what they want to happen. Yeah, they want Either California what, and Texas to come together. It's which, never going to happen. But it, it's keep I, Austin I, Bay. I look, yeah, I look at it as they want. They want. Um, they want to. They want to make the notion of a national divorce seem stupid and yes. and movie like. Yes. Not so much that they want a civil war to happen. That they want the whole idea to be California. like, oh, that's that's something you see in movies. That would Are never happen. Are you trying to civil war this? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And my yes, I am. Yes. Oh, you're just. AI is dangerous. Come on, what is this? Uh, the Terminator, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, and every other, just about every other AI movie. Yeah, you know. Well, for yeah. a reason, AI has got. Well, that's a thought for. That's another thing. Yes, but is that another story for, for another, another time? time? Yes, I've yes, heard that really podcast is. before. Have you guys heard that one before? Uh, yeah, I have a I whole have. thing on the whole AI, humanity. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That'd be a great, but that's another story for another time. I've actually been diving into it quite a bit lately, so it's like, we're, 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 I'll, I'll tease it just a little bit. Are you Skynet? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> so <laughs> these scientists are creating these immense algorithms that are very intelligent without doing anything to understand that humans are horrible creatures. Hmm. Hmm. And huh. we have no real humanity towards AI. Hmm. So you're saying like every dystopian AI movie is, is caused real? by humans. Oh, okay. and the abuse that we give oh. to AI. I mean, just look at the um, what was that? The one AI that uh, would learn language mm-hmm. by what it was by people having conversations with it yeah. and within a day it was spouting off all this stuff about killing humans and whatnot. Yeah. That's because of all this pe- all the stuff that people were feeding it. Sure. And teaching it that mm, things are wrong, things are bad. Yeah. 
because people are bad. Yeah. What? But it's just those but Texans. People, it's people those are right naturally wingers. good. It's it's Ron Swanson and his right wingers that are just well, it's the, pro- the problem. It's society. It's the problem, man. You know, people are naturally good, but it's but it's society. We need to get to that utopia. <laughs> So that, you know, our goodness can come to the forefront. Yeah, we just need to kill those people to make it, make a perfect society. Well, yeah, because they're standing in the way of utopia. But what kind of Americans are you guys? Yeah. I mean, but what kind of Americans um, are you, which is part of the trailer, too? I'm a uh, 1776 American. I'm a, Florida. I'm a Florida. I'm Floridian. I'm yeah. Floridian. I don't even call myself an American anymore. Is that bad? I'm, no, it's not bad. I'm, I'm a Floridian. Texans call themselves Texans. Why? Oh, no, 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 yeah. They're yeah. from I mean, Texas. I'm a Floridian. Even, Back in the day, even you know, I mean, it, post-revolutionary well, I was a war, yeah. everybody was a was a, a citizen of their state. Now, what, I was a Hoosier for that a, didn't quite start a while. to change until around Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, I was a Hoosier for a long time until um, Pence. But that's besides the story. <laughs> Pence is great. Yeah, anyway. I think it's I think it's okay. To, I think it's good to be both. You know, I'm an American because I, I. Believe in the American ideals, you know, and I'm a Floridian because I live in Florida. I'm a Floridian and I I'm an American. Believe in Floridian ideals. Yeah, because here's the thing for me is, I just don't. I know the Civil War is like trying to make it farcical that it would possibly be a civil war, but they're also trying to cover their ass and say. This is the method, revelation of the method. This is what this is what would happen if we broke apart, guys. Mm-hmm. Because to your point, what if Florida's like, what are we doing again? Wait, I have to vote for this eighty-year-old guy or this eighty-year-old guy or Nikki Haley. I got to vote for this. Yeah. What, what am I paying you for? You don't do anything for me. Yeah. Wait, we're solvent here. We we don't have any debt. No, see ya. We don't we don't need to be a part of this. Yeah, like if you enough know? of us stop paying. Federal income tax. Yeah. What are they going to do? They're going to send the 80,000 IRS agents at you. Yeah, yeah. They'll get... <laughs> they'll arrest somebody. You know, they'll, they'll they'll arrest some group Yeah. publicly to scare everybody else into submission. Sure. But if you just ignore them... Oh, like we know. did COVID? Yeah. Like here in Florida, like we you just know? said no. Yeah. No. I'm no, good. we're not going to do that. Piss Screw off. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hence the I mean, seriously, lines. seriously. But to your point, because like they make us incriminate ourselves by filing tax returns. Uh-huh. Like, no, screw you. Like, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It's tyrannical. It is. It is. But and yet we're indicting the president's son for not filing taxes. True. But those are but, outrageous lies. Oh, by the way, he did pay those taxes. You want to know how? How? With my money? No. With a, <coughs> an, with a donor from the Democratic Party who paid $1.4 million who never met hmm. the Bidens before, other than his father. Well, it's because he's on the Epstein client list. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. But. But, yeah. Yeah. So, cultures downstream of, or politicians downstream of culture, these are the two things they're throwing in our face right now is... A cyber attack that's going to end your country in a civil war in between your countries. So definitely those are two super far-fetched, far-fetched and will never happen. Viva la Florida, uh, Florida Alliance and long live the Florida man. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, used to be such a derogatory term. But Florida, I don't know a single Floridian that's like, I just don't want to be the Florida man. Yeah. I, I, 
I'm like I'm Florida man. I yes. am Florida. I man. am. I'm Florida man. I am Florida, Florida man. man. Look for that shirt coming up soon. So Do you see my eyes light a fire when I said I am Florida man. I just yes. heard the Iron Man music in the background. Oh yes. You know what? You know what else is not going to happen? What? Biden's not going to show up to the subpoena for the House. Oh, why? That's weird. Why? Uh, that happened today. Yeah. Um, so Hunter Biden decided that he was, well, he was subpoenaed to the House to okay. say, um, so why didn't you file your taxes for four years? And uh, why are all your taxes wrong? And uh, why did you lie on the forms to purchase a gun? Yeah. So you know what sucks? What? So. You know what sucks? I hear all those things and I'm like... Every single one should, of them shouldn't... Yeah, shouldn't he, shouldn't, he shouldn't have to answer that. No. Like, I'm with Hunter Biden on those. Uh, you can't tell me not to buy a gun. You can't keep me from buying a gun. It's unconstitutional. And your income tax is tyrannical and I shouldn't have to do yeah. that either. Yeah. And the guy's a piece of garbage. There's nothing else that we can get him on. No, we can only get him on tyrannical, unconstitutional crap. Well, the, Thank you for taking uh, what I was about to say. I well, appreciate that. It's because so we're of like mind. That and you just, it's because we're of like mind. I, I completely, you and, completely took uh, it. You, know, you said you wanted <laughs> energy, okay? You, I got well, some energy. There it is. No, it, it's it's <laughs> absolute BS what he's being charged with. And yet he is a garbage human being. Like one of the worst human beings I could ever possibly imagine. But what they're getting him on is an Al Capone thing. Yeah, I get it. But what about like his laptop and the incriminating evidence? Yeah, they won't use it. Yeah, exactly. With foreign powers, that's they won't use it because then they would implicate his father. Oh, that's right. And they need a scapegoat. Like we went after Joe Biden, so that's why we're going after. Or sorry, we went after Hunter Hunter Biden. Biden. That's why we're going after Trump. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we we can't go after Joe because he's senile. Yeah, and we can't put him in front of anybody because he's senile. And, and if he's senile, then we have to put her in place, and we can't win with her. And he, or worse than that, Joe Biden's exactly who we want in office. Yeah, because, because they can control him. Well, for the left, he's controlled, and for the right, he gets us donor money. You know, yeah, he see, makes Biden's us bad. No, we're he, not going to do anything about it. But Biden's bad. Yeah. He makes no he makes us rich. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> rich from the grift. Rich from the grift. Yeah, yeah dude, I'm I'm with you. I yeah, it, that's why I don't talk about Hunter Biden that often. I mean, we don't really talk about him that much on this podcast. Because he's one, literally just a way to go after Joe without going after Joe. I know. And the thing is, there's a million things you could just. And, go and, after and, Joe but on. they don't, and they don't want to go after Joe. Oh, exactly. So it, it's a way to, a, to to look like they're doing something while doing nothing. Exactly. It's to appease us. Well, we're not appeased, damn it. Well, listen. All right? You Boomer. can't appease us until your freaking corruption is completely gone. Boomer MAGA mom at Fox News is excited about it. Yeah. She's excited about it. Who cares? But Boomer MAGA mom, Karen is really excited. There's Fox. Sean Hannity said something's happening with Hunter Biden. That's okay. I mean, he important. deserves it. He deserves it. 
He deserves to go to jail for, for, what, for real reasons. For real reasons, such as the massive amounts of illegal substances, for the um, trading on his father's name while his father was in office. Including with sex traffickers. Uh, yes. Including with sex, tra- sex traffickers, oh. as well as molestation. All well, these other things that are cousin. well documented and well known. He's a horrible human being. So, yeah. Horrendous. Yeah, I just... And yet the charges that they're going after him, I have to defend him because, quite honestly, it's not stuff that anyone should go to jail for. No. No, it's... it's. I mean, it's... It's it's a bat that we let them wield against our enemies and then, then can so easily be turned against us. I and you is said, turned against us. And quite often. Yes, like a bat in a wet market that was used to... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Couldn't, yeah. I couldn't help it. The uh, old bat virus. Yeah, no, you know it's all good, man. It only took it only took ninety nine jabs to prevent one COVID infection. That was a stat that just came out, by the way. It would take ninety nine jabs. Ninety nine jabs to stop one. So ninety nine people jabbed to stop to one. To stop one infection of COVID. Okay. When true? One. Wait. How'd they figure that out? Well, they knew this back in. The end of 2020, they just released that data. So they had a they had a Friday dump on Friday of, oh, of uh, COVID da- data because it would show the ineffectiveness. But the problem is this: that the damage is already done with that because uh, people still believe it. Like I had a coworker just say, "Oh, I got the COVID. I just haven't gotten my booster yet." And I'm sitting there like, and, and I literally, when people start talking about it, I'm just kind of like, "Do what? Do I educate them or do I just let them yeah. be in their?" They're stupid. And I just let them be in a stupid. I'll be honest with you. I had a conversation uh, just yesterday with somebody. They were like, yeah, my whole family got it. I, I, I got all the boosters and whatnot. I didn't, I didn't get a thing. I was like, yeah, I didn't get it either. Weird. I was around my entire family. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I got it once. It was, it was meh. Didn't really. It was mid, as the kids say. Mid. Yeah, yeah it was mid. It was mid. I don't, uh, I survived no it real easy. Surprising. Yeah. And weird. funny that my brother-in-law died from it, even though it was the hospital that gave him too many, too much drugs and mm-hmm. then wouldn't give him any treatment for the drugs. Oh, that, that remdesivir that killed everybody in the hospital? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My mom got it um, in a rehab facility, okay, and then uh, survived it. But was so weakened by it that died, that she died from you know basically her organs failing afterwards. That's what happened to my aunt. Yeah, good times. But what's funny is my uncle who bought the COVID narrative, mm-hmm. literally is like they said she died of COVID. That's not what killed her. I was like, and I literally looked at him like, did you did you just find Jesus in front of me right now? <laughs> like, it, did 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 your eyes just open? Did, did the scales fall off? On what? You? Good. On that, it, and it, what's interesting to me is here's the deal. I think maybe five years ago I would have cared about Hunter Biden. Oh yeah, I don't. No. The only reason why I bring it up is for the fact what he pointed out. Yeah, no, 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 I know what you mean, but I know what you mean. But it's like, but here's the thing: it's like more and more as I'm seeing civil war and left belt, le- leaving the world behind, and seeing my options because they're still claiming that Nikki Haley is. In second place. 
<laughs> and what's funny what? to me is like, it, but here's the problem. I, what? I expect that from the mainstream media. I expect yeah. that because here's the narrative. We need Trump to win so that we can basically keep him out of the election. So we can say, well, we don't have to deal with a felon. He can't be on the election board, blah, blah, blah. But if he doesn't make it, we need to pivot everybody towards Nikki Haley because she's the girl that Democrats would actually vote for. Her biggest donors are Democrats. Yeah. Her biggest donors are Democrats. They just had a video in New Hampshire, and he's like, yeah, you seem strong and capable, but you have all the positions of a Democrat. You know what the I love? The head of New Hampshire. New Hampshire's like freedom state. Well, yeah. Well, it's, like, it's, they're it's, hardcore. It's the, um, the uh, gosh, what is it called? It's a libertarian movement yeah, it's a libertarian to have state. people move to New Hampshire and enact libertarian yes. policies but, to make it, you know, it's it's an experiment. But she's front-running in New Hampshire? Yeah. She's front-running in New Hampshire? Yeah, sure. BS. R- really? I she call is? BS. Yeah. It's a Sia. I mean, we, we talked about it on the show. It's a Sia. But here's what's crazy to me. People that think, because my, my friend said this the other day to me, and I thought it was hilarious. My, my other friend, Ray, was like, I sent this to you because I know that you're a person that actually thinks. I was like, thank you. It was a compliment. I, I appreciate yeah. that. People that think would say, okay, wait a minute. So Biden the puppet is useless. They can't. They would have already pivoted to, uh, what's her face? Uh, Kamala. 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 She's a joke. Nobody's going to vote for that. How dare you. Yeah. It's Kamala. No, piss off, Gavin Newsom. And Madam <laughs> Vice President to you. Um, but, but. Uh, right? I then, think that's my favorite Then quote. Joe Biden is still <laughs> former vice president. I think yeah. I'll be saying that every time that you mispronounce <laughs> <whatever you guys laughs> your name. And I will mispronounce it every single time. And Please I'm do. mispronounce it harder. Morla. <laughs> but no, like, they know, they know that this person sucks, but they have to put Trump to get Biden voted for again. They have to. And they have to just keep him on life support, keep him alive, and so on and so forth. The only play that you've got is Trump. You have to put Trump out there because every boomer or Karen uh, that's out there, every black chick, every blue-haired, blue-haired, lesbian, scissoring chick is going to vote for Biden in spite of him, right? They need that. Mm-hmm. And if not, then they can put the chick that's basically a Democrat in the position, the the proverbial uh, what's the what's the slap dick from uh, Utah? Uh, uh, Romney or John Kasich? Uh, oh. Kasich or what was the guy who sold us out? John McCain. Yeah, get best. McCain. Um, they need that type of Republican to be the counterbalance so the Democrat oh, yeah. wins. But what's funny is everyone keeps ignoring Ron DeSantis. But here's what pisses me off: not the mainstream media; they're not the ones ignoring Ron DeSantis. It's conservative Inc. They're ignoring Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Have you yeah. noticed that? Yeah. I've, I've got like you know, you know who would be more believable who? in second place Vivek. He'd be more believable in second place than Nikki Haley. I, I to be fair, older people that actually have an investment in the game, I've noticed like Ron DeSantis, young people that are like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to put that out there. I don't want to well, cast people. But younger, younger people, younger pissed off conservatives are kind of like, oh yeah, Vivek. I'm like, but you're not coming out to the polls to vote for him. No, like you like him, but you're not going to vote for him. No, no, you're not going to do it. It's like, it's like the. It, you the, mean oh. I have to leave my coffee shop to go and vote for yeah. this guy? No, that that's analogy. not happening. This, Vivek is like the chick that, and you guys are good guys. You would never do this, but that's that's your hookup chick. You just hook up. You never bring that to mom. You never show mom that you're with that girl. You, you know what I'm saying? You just well, don't. Yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> Like Vivek's that that. Guy. I, I I don't think it's it's pure laziness that they won't go out for him. It's because 
part of them doesn't trust him. Uh, of course. And why would you? Yeah. But here's the thing. Even the, though he's saying all the right things and it and you love that. But but here's the thing. That's obvious to everybody. But what's interesting to me is conservative ink ignores Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. And it, it they just, have to. It's the only way they can defeat him. But the blaze is ignoring him. Now yeah. not everybody in the blaze. I mean, obviously Steve Dace is hardcore into yeah. Ron DeSantis. Um uh Jason Whitlock is a, still a Trump guy. And, and like people are like, Jason, like Trump is saying X, Y, and Z. No, but I'm a Trump guy. I'm just a Trump guy. I'm like, okay. But the problem is he, I don't, I'm not worried about Jason Whitlock because he doesn't vote. He's never voted ever. But I'm a Trump guy. That makes no sense anyway. It's kind of like uh, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro refuses to talk about Ron DeSantis. Of course. He talks about Vivek. He talks about Trump. Of course. He talks about Nikki Haley. But he doesn't say one word about well, because if you have a guy who's doing exactly what you want, or what you claim you want, you can't. That, 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 that doesn't that doesn't make you money. No, you, you know make that's the not, money. That's not clickbait. That's not you know like conflict is the nature yes, of of media of media. And then on top of that, here's the thing: Republicans the don't actually right... Republicans don't like to win. No. Republicans like to lose and bitch about it. That's that's what they like. They like to do. Well, yeah, it brings in donor with. money. They don't or want it used power. To. It used to. But here's the other thing that drives me up a wall. Oren McIntyre, the new the newest writer for the Blaze, mm-hmm. he usually has some decent takes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that guy talks about is my polls. That's it. <laughs> and I know why he does it. It gets him clicks. Mm-hmm. But then I hear his podcast, and I'm like, no, he actually believes the poll. He believes this. He believes <laughs> the polls are real. He he like he, you're watching Steve Dace call this out as a side op. You're watching uh, uh, what's his face uh, Daniel Horowitz like this is a side op. You even got Glenn Beck because Glenn Beck is about seven years late on everything. He is. You're really going to cite Glenn Beck? That's his boy. I don't want to mess with the the fifty one percent's boy. Okay, he loves well, Glenn Beck. Not, I... That's your boy. I, I get it. Seriously. <laughs> I hate Glenn Beck. Well, Glenn, Glenn Why do Beck, you hate him? Glenn Beck is diet Alex Jones, but I'm going to leave that alone for now. But uh, Glenn Beck is is Republican light. He, he is. But I but I did the Tea Party. No, you didn't, bro. Anyway, but my point is this: it, even Glenn is starting to be like these numbers don't really make sense. This is kind of a psyop. Now he's always late to the table. He's always late to everything because his his defense is well, you know, I don't want to say something early. You've got the ear of boomer cons. Tell them the truth. And the problem is this with boomer cons is they fall for perception. Yeah. They're like, oh, Nikki Hillis in second place. Maybe I should vote for her. They're, they're sheep. God describes us as sheep for a reason, okay? Because we're <laughs> dumb. We're like, oh, Trump's winning, so I better vote for Trump. Have you heard anything Trump said lately? Well, no, but he's America first. No, he's not. No, he's not. This is the first time this week that Trump has said anything about the January 6th guys. This week. How long ago did the January 6th happen? Uh, How long did that happen? Was it three years now? But here's the thing. He's only talking about it because what he's trying to do legislatively is get um, the act that the FBI is using to tie all these people together to jail them for January 6th. He's trying to get that thrown out by the Supreme Court. So now he's like, oh, you're useful now for one of my legal proceedings, so now I'll talk about it. Because it yeah. gets me out of trouble. Mother. Yeah. Anyway. But my point is this. My point is this. Oren McIntyre, he should be smarter than that. He should be. He should be. I've heard him talk about 
very intelligent issues in a very intelligent way. Yeah. And he's sitting there going, my polls, well, Trump's leading. No, he's not. Where? Where's the support? Why is Trump spending more money on Ron DeSantis than Joe Biden right now? Why in the world is Trump all of a sudden, who hasn't shown up at all in Iowa, magically doing events in Iowa all of a sudden? <clears throat> He's inevitable, right? All of a sudden. But no one in big conservative, other than... Who, who's a Ron DeSantis supporter? Other than Daniel Horowitz and... and uh, What's his nuts? Steve uh, Dace. Steve Dace. Where they at? Hmm. But what's interesting, these are media people. But people who are actually, like, in Iowa, the governor gave the endorsement to Ron DeSantis. And not just a paper sign-in, she's actually on the campaign trail for this guy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Allegedly, the New Hampshire guy is supposed to be supporting Nikki Haley. But how do you do that if you're in libertarian New Hampshire? How do you pull that card? Pull that lever? Yeah. Because she ain't a Republican. Everybody knows she ain't a Republican. They know she's not. The, the words that came out of her mouth are not Republican. Mm. Whatever Republican is. Well, now. Republicans are very pro-censorship. <laughs> yeah. You know? Dear God. But my point is this. Like, Ron, Orrin McIntyre, be smarter than this. This is why we lose. We don't think through things. Right now, again, we have a narrative. We push a narrative here at the King Explaining Side Substack. Yeah, everybody does. Okay? Ours is the biblical worldview. But then I'm sitting there watching videos of people ask people why they want Trump in office. This old lady, this old boomer is like, he's a man of God. He's doing God's work. And he really cares why? about us. You know, and I, I, I struggle with that. I think that there is a part of him where he does. He, he is. There is a part of him that is a man of the people. But. Only when it benefits him. Possibly. Yes. Just like, I'll give you an example. Possibly. Like, I'll give you an example. Right? Imagine if you were a major beer manufacturer and you decided to pick a completely fake algorithmic. Oh my gosh, there's so many things I can go with this. Um, gay boy dressing up like a girl. You pick that as your next cover for your Bud Light cans, right? Mm -hmm. Dylan Mulvaney, right? Mm -hmm. Has millions of followers. Mm -hmm. The average Why? age of those are under 18, so that he's yeah. grooming wow. children, mm -hmm. which is interesting because he just had a speaking engagement. I forget what university. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw it. 20 people were there. Huge hall. Fills about 300 people. 20 people were there. They just filled the first two rows. Wow. And I'm like, but Dylan Mulvaney is woman of the year. D Bud Light gave this man millions of dollars to be the face of this can. It's almost as if the millions of people who follow this you know, are person are, or, are bots real? or just voyeurs watching the madness. Well, the train wreck. Yeah. Crazy. But imagine that you're a beer company and you trade in your Americana status for a tranny. And the people who predominantly drink your beer say, piss off, I'm not about that. And they move on. Mm -hmm. And kill your stock price. For, you go from the number one beer to number two under Modelo. And then you're like, you know what? I think we need to find the most manly masculine product that's out there and lump together with them. Maybe like the UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship. You ever heard of that before? Uh, occasionally. It rings a bell. 
Now imagine that the president of this manly deal is a Trumpophile, big time. Loves him some Trump, right? Yeah. And again, I voted for Trump twice. I'm not dissing this. I like hanging. I'm loyal to my people. I'm loyal to the King Splitting podcast. Even if Whaley starts going crazy, I'm probably going to stand by his side. I'm going to smack him around a little bit, but I'm going to stand by his side with just some dumb stuff. Okay? Just is what it is. Mm-hmm. But he goes on Tucker Carlson, you know, the guy that had Trump on his show. And Tucker was for or against the jabs, right? What, who was, what was he? Uh, I mean, I thought he was against. Well, he was hyper against the jabs, big time. Yeah. But then he had the guy who started the jabs in Project Warp Speed and said nothing to Donald Trump about it. No mm. questions? Nothing. Really? Hmm. You don't remember? Yeah, yeah. Radio silence from... Radio silence from Tucker, the leading conservative voice. Talking to the person that started the jabs. Yes. But now... He talked Weird. to Dana White, who's the head of this ultra-macho organization that just accepted <laughs> the endorsement of Bud Light and asked him straight up, like, shouldn't we be boycotting Bud Light? And Dana White laughingly the whole time, <laughs> no, Bud Light has more in common with you than any other beer company. Anheuser-Busch has your values ahead. You should be buying fridges full of Bud Light. We love Bud Light, and Tucker's doing this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they're flipping you off. Yeah. They're not real. If you're a magophile and you see this and you're like, wait a minute. What's amazing to me is Matt Walsh actually called this out. I was proud of Matt Walsh for this. And I'm not always proud of him. He's a little too Catholic for me, if that makes sense. What is a woman? He hit it out of the park. But he's actually having principles like, wait a minute. Why are we supporting this again? Why are we supporting this company just because Dana White's supporting and Dana White likes Trump? Trump is not the... You're going to just forget what happened? Well, of course. Because because Dana White waved his hand in front of your face? There is no You're going to forget that the CEO of Anheuser-Busch said to... Anybody that doesn't buy Bud Light because they don't like Dylan Mulvaney... Guys, listen, there was ...that you're... Listen, uh, there was no summer of riots, guys. There, Transphile. There, uh, 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 transphobic? Transphobic, yeah. If you don't buy Bud Light? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know that Anheuser-Busch was bought out many years ago by a German beer company. And they're really gay over there, so yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... And their food sucks. They're Euro tra- this is Euro-trash influence in America. We don't need that garbage. You want some sausage? No. But Dana White, who Maybe. loved is no, loved by like Trump, says, buy Bud Light. <laughs> buy Bud Light, man. Because Dana White's doing it, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. Now, principal dudes are not running to tranny beer. No offense. They're just not. No. But there's idiots that will because they're like, oh, it's okay now. It's okay now. They must have, they must have learned their lesson. Yeah, they, they learned that because Dana White said so. Yeah, you know what lesson they learned? Uh, who's pocket to line to exactly. fix their image. Exactly. That's yeah. it. And my wife's listening to Dana White's explanation and she's like, oh yeah, well, I'll take your word for it. And my wife's not political. <laughs> and she did it twice in one week. She's like, revelation of the method and roasting Dana White. I'm like, it's so obvious. It's no, so, is it, is it no not wonder obvious? you married her. I know. Out of that or you're rubbing off hard. <laughs> I do that. But... <laughs> I, in, a, in a purely I mean for that purely that mental way. <laughs> Keep it PG. This is Kingsplaining Podcast. Kingsplaining.com. So sorry. That did not come out right. It, wasn't, was it wasn't your fault. <laughs> we all know whose fault it was. 
<laughs> Mine? <laughs> yes. Right. See, the problem is... <laughs> see, the problem is... Tweet, tweet. When you light the match, I'm just going to pour gas on it, okay? <laughs> I'm a simple man. A little bit of gas, some fire. That's all I need. You know what I mean? But uh, anyway, so my point is this. I'm like a dog. I'm like a dog. Here's what blows me away. All of our conservative voices aren't really conservative at all. Whatever that means. And the thing is, this is like, I'm not jumping on the libertarian boat because they're just as delusional too. Like, it, hey, I, I, no offense. I just being straight up, like, uh, I no, they are. The other day, but no, they're a bunch of potheads. I, I listened to, I'll give you an example. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll make, I'll make this my final thought, unless you want to elaborate more. Oh, no, you want to Disney. We want to do Disney, right? Yes, I want to yeah, talk about so, real quick. This is my five note. minute thing. Side note for me. I have purposely tried my best to listen to all voices. Yeah. Not because I'm some gay dude that's like, hey, I gotta listen to all perspectives. No, I listen to Christ Jesus all, alone. Because they're all equal. They're all equal. No, no, they're not. There are no equal cultures. I mean, unless you're a Nazi. Yeah. And I arbitrarily define what that means. Yes. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Nazis are cool when they're Ukrainians. But anyways, um, <laughs> as off the Italian. But Nazis like, are cool when they're Hamas. Yeah, they're, they're cool when they're Hamas. Or as off battalion. Gosh, man. Anyway, but my point is this. I listen to everyone because I want to know where this wind's blowing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I want to know where the wind's going. You want to hear the lies. Yes. I and point to, them I, out. I want to know exactly what's being said. So I listen to Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore is a classic liberal, but he is all about killing babies, and he's a lefty. He's a lefty. Yeah. Hates capitalism, blah, 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 blah. He's tight with Tucker. They're tight. It's been on the show a few times. Okay, cool. Then I'll listen to hyper, hyper conservative Steve Dace. And he's got some good points on some things. A little too much pumpkin spice for me, but, you know, it is what it is. And, and to be honest with you, I, he dodges. He's like, oh, I don't dodge questions. I'm like, you are projecting so hard because you dodge questions all the time. But I'm going to leave that alone for now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> my boss is a Mormon and my buddy's a Catholic. And I say nothing about it. But I'm principled for Jesus. Cool story, bro. But, okay, then I'll listen to Boomer Con Glenn Beck, okay? I listen to him every freaking morning at, what is 10 o'clock is the show? 9 to, nine to 12. 9 to 10. I, yeah, I put it on, listen to it, the cute little girl that's like, here's your four minute, blah, blah, blah. I, every day, I listen to it. One, I just want to hear what's going on, and I like Stu. Stu's hilarious. Mm. I don't agree with Stu on everything. Isn't he the one that sounds just like Glenn Beck? They all sound like Glenn Beck. That's what's scary. Yeah. Stu and uh, uh, what's the other guy's Pat name? Pat Gray. Pat Gray. Yeah. I cannot tell them the di tell the difference between them when they're on. It's like Pat Gray's got better. This voices, is just though. annoying. Pat Gray's got better voices though. Okay. Oh gosh! And Glenn, Glenn kind of rips off. I think Glenn rips off Pat Gray on certain. Well, they they were on. They did, you know, like uh, afternoon radio on the rock station for forever for a yeah. long time together. So, so I listen to Boomers. Yes. <laughs> I will occasionally let Sean Hannity be on my YouTube because hmm. I want to I want to know what fake Republicans think. Hmm. I want to know where they're going. What what are they fixated on? And it's Hunter Biden, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Okay, oh, this is hard. This is really hard to say. Okay, I listen to lefties. I listen to people like John Strassel, which he tries to play it down the middle, right? He's a lefty, but he tries to he tries to be honest about things. John Strassel. Uh, John Strassel. He wants to be a lefty. He's, he's, so he's a libertarian, he, supposedly. Supposedly. He wants to be a lefty, but he knows how crappy 
they are. But he won't go full right because he knows how that goes too. So, but he in his heart, you know, when people like it's like uh, you know that kid that is in high school that is, is queer than a football bat. Mm-hmm. I really like this girl. No, you don't, bro. We know. <laughs> we know, Dom. That's how John Strassel is when it comes to libertarianism to me. So I'm, I'm listening to all these different people. I listen to um, Hardcore Lefty on um, uh, America Unplugged. Was that? John Stewart. John Stewart. I, I listen to him yeah. because I want to hear what the left is having to say. I want to know. And he's the one that usually says it out loud. I want to know what's being said, right? Why? Because I want to know where the wind's blowing, Okay. Here's the strong one's prediction on where the wind's blowing, okay? If you put Trump and Biden against each other, you are actually going to create a third party. And I'm not mad about that. And it may make the right ineffective mm-hmm. for a time. They're already ineffective. But that's my point. They're already ineffective. Exactly. I would rather, and, and this is hard to say, to me, I'm voting for two people. That's it. That, that, this is the only people get my vote. It's going to be Ron DeSantis on the right. And if he goes gets the presidential election, which I pray to God he does, I will vote for him for the presidency. If you give me Donald Trump, I'm not voting for you. I'm, I'm out. I'm out, personally. Unless there's a guy on my ballot like John F. Kennedy. But the problem is I'm voting for a guy who literally hates babies. Well, it doesn't hate babies, but he loves saving people from big pharma, but he's cool with babies dying. Yeah. He's all for the. He hates the CIA, but kind of has weird thoughts on guns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I digress. That would be the lesser of evils, but even then, I would have a hard time voting for that. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, I don't think I can vote for him. But what I'm praying for, but but because that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. I'm gonna vote for Ron DeSantis. That's pretty yep. much it. That's all I got. Because I ain't voting for Nikki Haley. I'm not voting for Vivek. I'm not voting for Trump. Definitely not voting for Biden, Kamala, whatever slept it. Chris, I'm not voting for these people. Michelle Obama. I'm out. Or like, uh, like I used to make fun of two thirds of Americans that didn't vote, and I know why now. Everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. I'm only focused on on local stuff at this point. You know what I mean? But I almost want to vote for Kennedy. Just and local stuff sucks finger. too. Yeah. It's not much better. I know. But I I want to vote for Kennedy just to flip off people and literally Ross Perot, either Donald Trump or Biden. I don't care. You know what I mean? Because either mm-hmm. one of them are ineffective. But. Both of them are as ineffective in both ways. But but even on the left, they hate Biden. Yeah. They hate him. They hate Trump, though, too. Yeah, they hate him. They hate us. On the right, we know, legally, we know what what, uh, what Tucker actually thinks of Trump, even though he's grifting the piss off of him right now. We know that Tucker thinks he's a complete idiot, but he's grifting hard to get this thing off the ground and steal all the MAGA voters. What happens to MAGA when Trump goes to jail or doesn't get elected? What happens to MAGA? Dissipates. It, it turns into... Um, you, you think MAGA's running to Nikki Haley? God you think no. they're running to any Republican slapdick they put out there? There is going to be a funneling of... The, the problem is the, the dejected right is going to merge with the dejected left. We have nothing in common, though. That's the problem, other than flipping off the middle finger to the situation, to the mm. system, from a political standpoint. Yeah. But here's the thing. I got Jimmy Dore and Tucker Carlson talking to each other like best friends right now. Those are not the same. Now, Tucker could be a CIA plant. I don't know. 
I know where Jimmy Dore stands, and I know where Tucker stood on things. They don't agree on a lot of things. But they do agree that everything we have right now sucks ass. And they've got big platforms, big voices, and so on and so forth. Now, Stewart's still going to simp for Biden. Because Trump is a Nazi. Yeah. Hannity's going to... He's going to... He's going to uh, simp for Trump, you know, because Biden is a you know complete psychopath. Well, not a psychopath. He's And then you get people like Tim Pool or uh, Crowder and stuff like that. I know. They're just kind of middle whatevers. But see, Crowder's still on the Trump train, isn't he? No, not so much. That's good. Yeah, he's... he's Last time I was checking in with him, he was on the Trump train still. He... <sighs> is he on the Vivek train? No, he just likes him because he's entertaining. He's a prick, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, he the same thing. Same reason why I like Vivek is because he's saying the quiet stuff out loud, but he will not vote for him, and he calls that out. But to your point, America is going to be more like Tim Pool. To your point, yeah, I think America is going to be more like Tim Pool. And the thing is, this is just disingenuous. Who, who is going to energize that group of people that's disenfranchised on both sides? Who's going to do that? I think Ron will if he gets the presidential election. But he. But that's the thing. I, I just have a th- my, my prediction. I'm just predicting now. I think Ron wins Iowa, and I think he wins New Hampshire. I think he wins the two. It pulls Trump into that race finally where he has to yeah. deal with him. Um, and then, and then the GOP starts the pulling GOP them. machine pulls the, the yeah. South Carolina bullcrap that they did for Biden to keep him in. You know what How I mean? crazy would it be if uh, Ron joins uh, Kennedy? I think that would be a winning ticket. Think so? Yes. Who would be the front runner? Kennedy's going to have to because Kennedy was going to be independent. Because Ron couldn't jump over there and be, Ron could be a running mate. Yeah. But could you imagine that? Because you're pulling every libertarian. Well, not libertarian. You're going to pull. Yeah, you're going to pull most of the libertarians with Kennedy. You're going to pull real conservatives away from Trump. You're going to pull. Because that's the thing. Kennedy hurts Trump more than he hurts Biden. Yeah. Because black women have no clue who Kennedy is. They don't know. Yeah. But blue-haired hippies, don't, blue-haired, you know, lesbians. Have and no you're going to pull the, the true conservatives with Ron. Exactly. So we'll see. Not to mention Florida. Pulling some shenanigans. Let's talk about Disney, man. So this is a real short one. It, it's yeah. um, So Disney has lost $192 b- 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 billion. Dollars. <laughs> What's Disney State trading? Insane. Uh, I'm, I'd like to know. I'd, I don't know. We'll pull it up. Keep going. Uh, their stock has just absolutely plummeted. They're they're losing money hand over fist. Um, they just had to pay Comcast eight point five billion dollars, and they still owe them five. Uh, Comcast, who do they own? Oh yeah, Universal Studios. What do they own? Well, why do they owe them that money? Uh, for Hulu. Oh, that was the right. best investment yeah. I ever did. I bought Disney stock when it was low before the pandemic. Oh, it's 73? And I, remember, and I sold it. I sold it at 180 a share. Yeah? And I was like, fudge, yeah. You know what it's trading at now? 93. 93? 93. There you go. They, they came up a little bit, but their peak was March 12, 2021. Yeah. So a year after the pandemic. Yeah. That's when they peaked. And I remember it because I, I told Charity, I was like, should, there's, I, should there was, I hold? They were still riding the wave this? of uh, Endgame. I bought Disney at eighty and sold it at one hundred and eighty, so I made a hundred bucks per share on Disney. I was like, that was like the only time in the stock market. I'm like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Sorry. So, anyways, um, Disney's flopping hard. Just their their parks aren't making money anymore. Uh, 
the parks are actually breaking even. And that's not a good thing. Parks don't survive long when they're not making money. Yeah, they're lower than 2015 as well. So the lowest... Uh, they're about where they were in 2014. But I guarantee you that their expenses are much higher than they were in 20, 2014. So. And this is fully landing on the lap of who? Mr. Bob Iger. Mr. Disney. No. Mr. Disney himself. He saved us from JPEG. He's so good. Now, JPEG was there for, was it 666 days? Was he really? Yeah. Shut up. No, it wasn't. Look it up. It, it was a weird number like that. That's just like, no way. Oh, crap. It was like less than two years that he was CEO, uh, CEO of Disney. So, but Bob Iger is the one that set forth all of these different plans like uh, uh, Marvel Phase 5. He greenlit everything. Um, Kathleen Kennedy greenlit that. That's all him. The ruination of Lucasfilm. Uh, the fall of Pixar. That's all him. Chapek had very little to do. What? No, I'm, just looking, I'm looking it up. Oh, okay. Um, so now with Iger, with this huge black eye... There's somebody who's actually in the market for possibly taking over as C- CEO of Disney. That person is Nelson Peltz, an 81-year-old billionaire. Mm. Yes, I know. Just what we need. Another 80-something billionaire in charge of a major <coughs> corporation. Yep. But he's already in charge of um, a bunch of stuff. Anyways. Iger hates this guy. Like really hates him mostly because he leans more conservative than anything else he's not a conservative he's definitely more liberal but not as liberal as Iger what you know how many days Bob Chapek was CEO at Disney what 999 days oh was it 999 days you turn up hold on if you flip 9999 backwards it's 666 So, anyways, revelation of the methods. Keep good. What? Keep going. Sorry about that. I knew it was some weird. Are you serious? It was nine hundred ninety-nine days. Yeah. I just look. I just looked it up. I confirmed yeah. it. Yeah. I knew it was like three-digit number <laughs> repeating. Everything is a fake. It's all fake. It's all fake. It's all none fake. of it's real. We are in the freaking matrix. Unplug me right now, Jesus. I'm a premillennial. <laughs> Pre-millennial dispensationalists, come now. So Peltz is actually... I've given up orthodoxy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Peltz has actually tried twice already this year to Good. knock Iger off the CEO ship. Because there's also something else in the water. What? Besides Apple. fluoride. Yeah. Turning the freaking frogs gay. Apple is swimming around the waters. Oh, gosh. And they're hungry for some Disney. Now, my question is this. If Apple takes over Disney, are they going to put suicide nets up everywhere, too, so their, employ- like their employees don't try to kill themselves all the time? Or Well, it's not is Apple. Is that just in China? Yeah, that's just... Okay, so... That's the companies that Apple, uh, you know, 
employees. Uh, well, they they. Uh, what's the word? And we're recording they, this on an Apple computer, man. Yeah, it's true. God um, dang it, we're hypocrites. It's the they hire them to produce their yeah, so products. third party. Yeah. So yeah, the, that company puts up suicide nets because it's such awful conditions. Yeah, but if Apple buys Disney, they're gonna have to put suicide nets up for all the lesbians that uh, you know gave up kids and you know. Well, not, you if know just, not, not if they keep things going as it is. Well, Apple. Won't. Apple has all this um, little company, HBO. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yeah. Really? Which, they own HBO? They own HBO and WB, huh. which also owns DC. So if Dude, Apple, Apple buys... a lot of stuff. They own a lot of stuff. Yeah. If it's, Apple it's, buys Disney, that means that they also own Marvel, which means they own most of the comic book company, the two biggest comic yeah. book companies hmm. in the world. Dude, most, most entertainment... Falls under six companies, and those six yeah. companies fall under two. So it's 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 always it. Yeah. It, it is it is uh. Well, it's, well, it's the same Apple thing. It's dream, the same thing with our of a dream instead of a dream. It's the same thing with our food products and all the yeah. stuff. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like oh you uh you, you're boycotting Bud Light, but you're buying six other beers that yes. are made by Anheuser Busch. You know. Yeah. Like I'll give you an example when they did the Bud Light boycott. It this is where it hurt me. I was like, no, I don't really like Bud Light, so it's all good. But I like Kona beer. I love Kona beer. The Hawaiian beer. Mm. My boy is the head, the 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 spokesman for Kona beer, and I'm like, oh, I can't buy Kona now. Mahalo, brother. You know, I mean, just is what it is. Sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. You can't ahead. escape it. We're recording this on an Apple computer, okay? Mm-hmm. That's why you buy beer from local providers. There's some good local beers. Right? Yeah, and you get uh you get your computer from a you know a local. Uh, yeah, and who manufactures the parts? Well, that's what I'm talking about. You can't actually do that with computers. <laughs> but then the problem is if I leave my laptop with somebody and I forget about it for three years, they'll like open yeah. it up and find out that I'm like having crackhead sex with 14-year-old kids and you know I have these big investments with big a big guy named my dad who has Gosh. connections to Ukraine and China. And all Watch out. Like that. Somebody might so be familiar. For you. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm going to have to bring you up on charges of uh, tax, tax evasion and... And something Bro, to do with uh, fire, not you know, uh, lying not on a firearm fire, charge. Yeah, not purchasing firearms properly. You no, no, sound no. Like lying on a paperwork to purchase a firearm. Yeah, which exactly he didn't purchase the firearm properly. Yeah, he he lied because he said he wasn't using any drugs at the time, and he actually was. Listen, you sound like one of those MAGA Nazis, and I'm really uncomfortable right now. Okay, Daddy, save me, Daddy. Sorry, go ahead. So, so Big Papa Iger is running into some big issues right now, and quite frankly, he deserves it. I mean, it, when South Park gets you, you're coming to the end, you know? Yeah. When South Park it feels end. safe enough to go after you <laughs> and roast you unmercilessly. Do you really think that they 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 hold it for out of fear? Yes. Really? I don't think so. Well, it's mainly because of Cartoon Network. Or not Cartoon Network, uh, Comedy right. Central. Excuse me. Comedy Central still holds a big sway over what they release. Yeah. What do you say that again? What, what do you, what do you, who's afraid of what? Well, basically he's saying that, that there's an element of fear to how long you know, a South Park episode will be withheld. You know, like, mm. like they, they won't when attack... 
certain entities out of fear. I don't, I don't know if they care about that, man, because they don't live the Hollywood world. Yeah. Like yeah. Matt and Trey are like Utah boys and they don't care. You know, um, it's interesting. I don't, I don't know. Like, they, they might have pulled punches. I mean, Tucker, I just watched Tucker ignore Trump on jabs. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it's interesting to see. I mean, because they could go so much farther. And when they, the, the stuff that they release, you know, that's the most PG stuff they can put on TV. Sure. Go As a oh, yeah. filter, it's yeah, yeah. so filtered. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's. Well, that's the nature of the business. You have to. How far can we reality. push without pushing too far? Do you think in your mind that you want to say to people that you don't say it? Yeah, for sure. No, and, there's and, definitely. And I'm not talking about like. You yeah. mean like the jab? Yeah. I'm not talking about like self-regulation within norms. You know, within. You know, like how far can I go before I can't put any product out? Yeah. You know. But at the same time, like I don't think that they're like. I'm sure that they're like, okay, season 37. Okay, how this is still going, I'll never know. But, you know, I mean, if we get... I don't know that they're so worried about getting... Canceled. Canceled. They don't care. I I agree with you there. I I don't think they care because they've been trying to get themselves canceled forever. But the thing is, is South Park is something... It still penetrates the zeitgeist. People still watch it. Mm-hmm. Our generation's always going to think it's hilarious. And we're always going to run back to it like, wait, there's a good South Park episode? I don't watch South Park on a regular basis. No. no. Is there a good one? Yeah, I'm out there. It, it, they have something that Family Guy doesn't have. Because I used to watch Family Guy all the time. Family Guy's still doing new episodes. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them. No. When I, they came I, back, I, I was like, this isn't the same. I don't like this. Well, that's because What's-His-Nuts is neutered like a mofo, first of all. He... He's such a faker. He's like a wannabe Matt and Trey. He, he really is. Mm. He'll go to the line and he doesn't really quite go there. You know what mm. I mean? Because he, he loves that Hollywood life. So what's his, what, what, what is that guy's name? Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane, yeah. Yeah, anyway. But no, I, listen, I'm okay with old people taking over Disney because that might be the salvation for them. But if Apple takes over, what what's stopping Apple from continuing the woke train? They There's don't... no accountability. The one thing I can say is that they don't need the money from BlackRock. Which Disney is literally living on the money from BlackRock, so they have to push the message. If Disney all of a sudden doesn't have to push the message, they might actually be able to save themselves and make a decent show once in a while. The message. <laughs> the message. Who is that guy? Eugene um, Peterson. It, what's his name? Eugene Peterson. Is that the guy's name? The Who guy wrote from the Wisconsin? Mess- oh, no, no, no. Who's the, the Wisconsin guy that does... Um, he always calls it The Message. <laughs> uh, he's on YouTube. I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, I know exactly who you're talking, talking about. about. Yes, that's exactly who I'm referencing. The Message. The yeah, Message. And I, I love the guy. The guy is fan- phenomenal. Yeah. I don't miss a single show of his. That's funny. Okay. Uh, I love his... Uh, his shows about how bad Biden is, about tripping up and no, yeah. stumbling bad. and shaking invisible people's hands, <laughs> or when he turns into a rumba. That's oh, uh, that's one of my that was one of my favorite episodes. All right, we ready for final thoughts? We ready to rock this one out or not? We yeah, ready to rock out with our you know what? Out. I'll go with my final thought first. Um, I, I was watching Doug Wilson today. I, I'm all about the Moscow magic, so I probably piss off a lot of evangelicals, but it is what it is. 
Um, you've been weighed and measured, and you've been found wanting. So um, I'm going to follow <laughs> the people that are following Jesus. So that's how it is. So uh, he talked about labels today. Like, you know what's funny is, like, why are you running from labels? Embrace them. Like, embrace them. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, as a Florida man, I'm like, <coughs> Florida man used to be such a disparaging thing, and people will send Florida man memes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm glad he did that. Yep. I'm glad that that guy sent a gator and threw him through a uh, through a gator through a uh, fast food restaurant window to get faster <laughs> service. That's those are my people. I'm cool with yep. that, man. Yep. All the crazy shenanigans that happens in Florida, people are like, "Oh, the Florida man memes," and I'm like, "Yeah, I, I embrace that. I like that label. Yep. Just like the Protestant or just like the Puritans, just like the Quaker, I embrace it. The yep. Florida Alliance, heck yeah. I don't need to more. be what you think I need to be. But here's the new one that. Uh, the left is really worried about, and you know, how do we say this? Um, gay Christian, gay fake Christians. I mean, sorry, liberal Christians. They, they want to be called liberal. Well, they don't want to be called that. They want to be called progressive Christians. Progressive. That's the term that they like, but oh. they're just fake Christian facts. But anyways, um, so can, Rob, Reiner, can you really be a Christian and support that stuff? No, though? you can't. But because I mean, it, it's but pretty Russell clear. Moore and David West really try hard to do that, but I'll leave that alone for now. Well, I'm actually not. I'm going to say it right now. Jesus Christ really lays it out very clearly. What we need, to, how we need to no, deal with stuff be, like but that. But Hollywood tells me that Jesus never said anything about gay stuff, even though he said, "Whatever God puts together, let no man tear apart." Which was Adam, talking about marriage, Adam and Eve, and marriage, and not Adam and Steve, but. You'd have to read your Bible to know that. So, I mean, yeah. and progressive Christians don't know that. They don't read the Bible. They don't read the Bible. They're just as bad as the Catholics that they roast. Well, they deconstruct, they, roast. they deconstruct the Bible, so Apostate? they got that going for them. They're apostates? Is that what you just said? Yeah, okay, basically. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, Rob Reiner just did a movie called... Yeah, documentary. Documentary. Quote-unquote documentary. Now, keep in mind... A mockumentary? I, I enjoy... <laughs> Might as well be. My favorite mockumentary that Rob Reiner ever did was Spinal Tap. I loved it. You just, it goes to 11. It goes to 11. You That's the I mean? only joke in the whole thing that is actually funny. No. Bull crap. That and them getting lost backstage. <laughs> That's right. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll. <laughs> this way. Yeah. Rock and roll. No, the funniest part of Spinal Tap is <laughs> he draws the specs for Stonehenge before it goes on the concert. And they're singing Stonehenge, they're like getting into it. Stonehenge! And the Stonehenge comes down, and it's smaller than the leprechauns that they have dancing around Stonehenge. <laughs> and afterwards, they're like, <laughs> Stonehenge was literally almost trampled by midgets. <laughs> the leprechauns almost crunched Stonehenge. It but it goes funny. to 11. It goes to 11. That, oh my gosh, it's so funny. But anyway. You gotta understand why that joke is so funny to me. I am a sound technician. <laughs> I run sound for... My church, my dad has been working in the sound industry for almost 45 years. Uh, I've helped build amplifiers for a little company called Crown. Okay. So I'm, I've made amplifiers. Do they go to 11, though? No, they don't. If you need a little bit more, you go to 11. No, they don't. No, you, if you and need that's a why more. it's so funny. So Rob Reiner does Spinal Tap, which is a mockumentary. Hilarious. Very funny. Does Princess Bride. Great movie. Fantastic movie. Fantastic. But is Rob Reiner a Christian? Not at all. Inconceivable. He yeah. hates. He, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Inconceivable. <laughs> I do not think it means what you think it means. You are the Brood Squad. Um, like <laughs> he hates God. Yeah. He hates Christians. Yes. And he did a documentary about 
Christian nationalists. Oh, thank you. Oh, Rob Reiner, thank, thank you, you so much for telling us how we should act as Christians. Inconceivable. Oh, so good. But here's the thing. He brings in Russell Moore, who used to be the head of the Southern Baptist Convention. He brings in freaking... Um, yeah, because they're such great people. Shh, I know, I know. Uh, he brings in David West, who's just... Oh, yeah, now we're talking. David French. Dave, that, oh, David my French. God. That's, sorry, I'm saying it wrong. David French. He brings in David French and Russell Moore. Those are his primary sources for what mm. evangelical Christians should be about. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. they're using uh-huh. this language of Christian uh-huh. nationalism, basically saying, like, America shouldn't be a Christian nation. We we shouldn't even think about that. And it, it's just images of the documentary is just images of driving by churches and soup kitchens. That's all it is. They're like basically sending the message like, Yeah, you should drive by churches, never actually go in them, and then just only do soup kitchens. That's the only thing you're allowed to do mm-hmm. as a Christian because it's not a Christian nation. So and uh, Doug Wilson's breaking it down and he's like he's like, They're going to label you a Christian nationalist, whether you're a Christian nationalist or not. Embrace their term and say yes. And because here's the thing. If you're not a Christian nationalist, like there's there's three things that you're gonna get in the world. You're gonna get tribalism, nationalism, or globalism. I don't like tribalism. I don't really like globalism. I barely like nationalism at this point. I want to break off and just be statism, okay? But if I'm gonna pick Well that means something different too. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Oh dang it, see? So what what would I like then? So our nation should just be Florida. That yeah. should be our nation. Yeah. Smaller nations. Yes. Luxembourgs. I need some Luxembourgs. Right City here. states. City states, yeah. <laughs> Almost. So, but my point is this. Um, if I'm going to be a tribe, I want to be a Christian tribe. Yes. I don't want to be a Mayan because they'll just take me up on a temple and kill me so the weather's better. I don't want to be a globalist because I don't think there's such thing as a Christian globalist. Um, I don't know how that would work exactly. Maybe if the I mean, we will be saved, when Jesus uh, reigns. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, that's a totally different situation. That's a different situation. But imagine if you're, uh, you know, like we're dealing with right now in the world, new world order. You'll just kill babies and make everybody fake and gay mm-hmm. and destroy Christians. Okay, at least as a Christian nationalist, I don't know. We were a country founded, even though not all the writers were saved, we were founded on a religious people. That was the whole point of the Constitution. That, that silly thing that nobody believes in anymore. Yeah. But it allowed Jude- the most... Judeo-Christian beliefs. I hate that phrase, but I'll, I'll leave that one alone. Because Judeo-Christian so... And, and it's not you. I, it's one of those... It's like, what was the word that drove well, me Well, it legitimizes Judaism. Exactly. And Judaism is not... I mean... It's antithetical Christ to Christianity. Christ came to end Judaism and bring about the church. I, I know what you mean. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm for sure. Just, again, I'm... The I'm terminology over, is... I'm so is, over that terminology. It's common. It's, it's just Ben Shapiro. It's like, oh, Judeo-Christian. I'm like, but you don't believe in Christian values, bro. Yeah. Jude- Jesus came to get rid of Judeo <coughs> values because he is the fulfillment of it, but... He's the Messiah. Yeah. Thus ending Judaism Ju- and starting Christianity. But that's the that's the moniker, the banner they try to like lump us into. I'm like, ah, whatever. But anyway, and I'm not. That's not you. It's just yeah. I'm going through <laughs> that thought. I jumped on like, ah. <laughs> but anyway, it's like I would much rather have a Christian nation because guess what? Even if you're a fag in my country, I'm not going to throw you off a freaking building. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you to repent. 
of your sin and your wickedness and follow Jesus, but I'm not going to support you being a gay person in the sense that I'm not going to let you teach that in my public schools. Gosh forbid. I don't need to jail you for being a homo. You're already in a prison of sin yourself. I don't need to deal with you. But you're not holding office. You're not doing things that are, you know... Long story short is this. People don't realize that under a Christian nation, they're freer and more secure, safer, and more well-off. But here's the problem. Yeah, but they're not free to indulge in their carnal yes. lust. Yeah. And... But here's the thing that people forget. There's no. It's not whether, but it's which. It's not whether we're a Christian nation or not. It's which nation are we going to be under. Are we going to be under a demonic, secular state, which we are? Or are we going to be under a Christian one? And you got Russell Moore and David West simping on their knees, slurping it up for secularists. And saying, well, Christians should just, just be tolerant and loving. And it's like, and, and I'm listening to Russell Moore say that Christians should be tolerant. And I'm like, you mother effer. Like, have you not read Luke 6? Jesus literally says, I didn't come in peace. I came as a sword to divide. I'm here to divide. Who's in Christ and who's not? I'm sorry, did Jesus just accept the fact that the sellers were gouging prices no, in his temple? Jesus was just doing soup kitchens. He was just making he was making space in the table. He didn't make a whip. Kitchens. He didn't he didn't knock over tables and uh, just essentially yeah. just He whipped people. He made he fashioned, he fashioned a whip. A not whip. once, but twice, which is funny. If you actually read the gospels canonically in order, he does it twice. He does it at the beginning of his mission, and he does it in the last week of his mission. Which people miss that, by the way. Read that up for yourself. <laughs> like canonically, he does it twice. So, so in but other anyway. words, he just rolled over and accepted it. No, no. Okay, all right, uh, all right. I just want to make sure he, he went in the synagogue and pissed off people with the truth. He pissed them off. That, that's not tolerant. I'm just going to be tolerant of Judeo-Christian, and I'm not making he, fun of you. Judeo-Christian values. You know what he, I mean? Like, did, no. did was he tolerant of the? Um, the uh, Pharisees, yeah, and their asinine, essentially rules so, that they were laying down that were not scriptural. So my, my he called them out on it. He did. My final thought of this is this: if you're going to start calling me a Christian nationalist, cool. Yes and amen. I don't care. Thanks. the The label means nothing. It's like Nazi. Mm. Nazis, racist, sellout. It means nothing. It means nothing. It's like Florida Man. I'm just going to wear it with a badge of honor. Yeah, I'm a Christian nationalist. And what now? What now? What do you have to offer? Killing babies? Slurping up gay stuff? No, I'm good. More endless wars? Piss off. Cool. I'll go start the Florida Alliance. Is that what the Civil, is that what the civil War said? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll start the... the you know, and then the audacity that we're going to unequally yoke with Rob Reiner, who hates God, to do a... Hit piece on Christians that actually, I don't know, love the nation God gave them, stewards of it. Mm -hmm. Russell Moore, I don't want to call you. Russell Moore, all I'm going to say is many on that day will say, Lord, Lord, many on that day. And that's my final thought. You boys. Well, I want to add to yours. You're not allowed. I'm a Christian yeah. nationalist bigot. Okay. <laughs> I'm still going to. I'm a fascist Christian. Yeah. Fascist. <coughs> Whatever that means. Well, what is their real problem with Christian nationalists? We have morals. They, have to they love their, their sin. They love their country, and they want it to be more Christian. That's the problem. 
Yeah, but that they would... don't. They don't want these people like Rob Reiner, and don't want this to be a Christian nation. They want sheep, and, and and you might say, "What does that mean?" I mean, we're. I'm not saying that we, you know, we're a theocracy. Because, you know, we don't even know how but, that would happen. But why would that even be a problem as opposed to what we have now? Well, because you have a person claiming to have heard the voice of God. Well, we have a word. Yeah, exactly. So, so it, yeah, exactly. That's, that's not, it wouldn't be a theocracy then, you know. <coughs> but, um, like, but let's, 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 let's take a step back for a second. I don't do step backs. I only fight. There's no flight here. Let's take a step back <laughs> to view the larger picture and understand and gain understanding. I'm not about that. Well, well you're gonna be. <laughs> um, what are we as Christians here to do on this earth? Um, go and make disciples, which would yes. require us to almost. This is gonna sound crazy. Take dominion of the world mm-hmm. for Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, we're. We are advancing the kingdom of God. That sounds a lot like Christian nationalism mm. to me. Yes. See, like, it's so it, it, it. That's scary. Yeah. Because, I mean, somebody in Africa dare I know say Jesus. It. Yeah, dare I say it, our Christianity comes first. You know what's and crazy? So, the crazy thought, though, if Christianity shows up in India, they like. That means like they would stop killing their wives after their husbands died because that's yeah. Hindu practice. Yep. And if they show up in South America, they'll stop sacrificing bodies to weather gods. Mm-hmm. And if they show up, like oh my gosh, like, in China, <gasps> wow, man, like you mean they might stop genociding an entire yeah, race dude. of people? I know. Yeah. They, they so might in paganism, where they just kill each other all the time. I mean, yeah. Gosh forbid. Yeah. If Jesus yes. penetrates the zeitgeist, yeah, that's that's a problem. But also, you know, lying is a sin. Gay people will be told that what they're doing is sinful and oh, no. destructive. Oh, no, yeah. and that uh, you know they they might they might start talking about how there's only two genders and gender and sex are not different things. But David West said, "Obergefell's settled. We we just have to deal with it and accept them." Because the law like of like man, Roe v. Wade, yeah, yeah, definitely, exactly like we did with Roe v. Wade, and uh, you know, I mean, the law says that ba- killing babies is okay, and God put the rulers in place who made those laws, so He must think that killing babies is okay. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, no. that's blasphemous. Yeah. But so we're Christians first. Yes. Which means, if that's true. And and the goal of the Christian is to advance the kingdom of God, then it stands to reason that as a Christian you should want your nation to be more Christian. No, but listen, listen, listen. Rob Reiner wants you lost and damned for all of eternity, okay? Like that's <laughs> yeah. more important than Jesus. He wants you like him. Yes. Unfortunately. If if you are the sinner, he doesn't feel as bad about yeah. the sin. Exactly. If if he's surrounded by sinners and there's nobody out there saying, this is sin. This is wrong. Then, you know, then life is gravy. Yeah. I mean, it's a miserable wreck because sin is destructive and it destroys you and those around you. But if there's no one pointing out the light, then darkness feels fine. Yeah, you don't, the darkness keeps you from really realizing how 
bad things are. Exactly. But we are called to be salt and light. We make food taste good. <laughs> and we melt snow on the streets. I don't know. But, uh, oh no, well, they used it in the roads, you know. And they, and it's, and it's meant to bring out the flavor, to, to reveal, uh, the flavors in food and, yeah. and then the light of course penetrates the darkness and allows us to see things as they are. This might be surprising, but Rob Reiner is a Democrat and he's a Jew. Did you know that? I did know that. That's surprising. I, I had no clue. No, Reiner, never, the last name of Reiner never, never, yeah. no, not Democrats at all. that are Jews. I, I, cause you know, never would have thought that. Yeah. He was also that. he was also the pinko, uh, you oh. know, leftist husband on All in the Family. So yeah, that's right. It was a big stretch there that acting job. I mean, he was funny in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I I thought his character was hilarious. But well, listen, he does. Uh, he obviously does do good work from time to time. Yeah, he's doing But he's also got garbage ideas, and he wants to pollute Christianity uh, and set us against each other instead of. Being unified in Christ and advancing the kingdom of God, making our nation more Christian, uh, building a culture of Christianity so that people are more receptive to the gospel, and then preaching that gospel and making disciples of all nations and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. So here's a question for you. Do we go to the same church? No, we don't. No. Um it's freaking Nazarene. Are, 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 <laughs> Love you. I'm busting your balls. Now, Baptist. <laughs> I love you, man. So, we don't go to the same church. Nope. But we, we, all three of us believe in one thing. No. The truth and the word of God. Yeah. Right? 100%. And what's the word of God? The Bible. The Bible. Jesus. Right? I'm Je- the truth of life. Jesus died for our sins. Rose again on the third day. And is coming again. Yes, he is. Okay. Everything else is just noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just noise. Yeah. That's the key thing of the Christian faith. The Bible is the word of God. Jesus died for our sins, rose again on the third day, is still alive, and will be coming again for his church. But Russell Moore wants to link arms with Democrats. Yes. And David West said it's okay for gay people to be married. Well, the only way to love them is to enable them to live in sin. Affirm their sin. I'm sorry. Where in the Bible does it say that? Well, Well, it's right there in... in, uh, Love your your neighbor. That's what love your neighbor means. Is that the 11th commandment? (laughs) That shall be nice. Yeah. That's that's, uh, Bodhi's 11th commandment. That shall be nice. I I don't remember seeing that commandment. No, that's because it's not real. It's, it's fake. So it must be the twelfth commandment then. Yeah. What's that? What's twelfth commandment? Twelfth commandment. Uh, uh, love everybody unconditionally. <laughs> yeah, but, but well, and, and, and did uh, Jesus? I mean, we, he did say to love love people and to love them, love your enemies, and all that stuff. But he he laid out what that means. Yeah. You know, pray for them. Does does it mean you know, tolerating their sin? No, it never does. Did did didn't Jesus do that at the well? He called exactly. the lady yes. out for what she was. He always did. 
He and always said, did. go and sin no more? His own disciple, he looks at him in the face and says, Satan, get behind me. Because this he was he was wrong. He was rebuking. This whole conversation is feeling a really Christian nationalist, and I just don't know if I can handle it. Well, <laughs> well I mean, really, it's just Christian. I it's, just, just, it's just Christian. I just need you to drive by churches, not go in them, and do soup kitchens. Can you do that for me? Yeah, how dare you actually talk how to a Christian? How dare you believe <coughs> A real, live Christian who reads his Bible. <laughs> or her that reads her Bible. Yeah. There's nothing in between. Yeah. So, I, I actually, that kind of bled into my final thought, so I'm, I'm just, I'm going with that. Oh, are we, did we just converge all on the final thought? We so. converged That's our impressive. final thoughts into one, which, yes. yeah. The triune final thought. I, I feel like, I kind of feel like Power Rangers right now, like we just brought the Zords together, you know what I mean? Nice. Like, just, I'm feeling bum, it right bum, now. Bum, 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 bum. Anyway, um, do you have a verse? With your powers combined, we believe in Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Here you go. You gotta. You're lucky I just read my Bible, you know, like, and I'm ready for this stuff, you know what I mean? Here's a verse that stuck out to me today. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has been his counselor? And who has ever given to God? That he should be repaid. For from him and through him and to him all things to him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. That is Romans eleven thirty four through 36. That one smacked me in the mouth today and I was just like, praise God, man. Because it's like we, it, it amazes us when we try to understand God. Like, it's, it's amazing to me. It's, it's, it's uncomprehendable because we try to put things in a human perspective. All things are made from him, through him, and to him. Like, it, it's unbelievable thought process. And that's I think that's why I get so pissed at Libs is because <coughs> just the audacity to think that you can do any of this without God is amazing. Yeah. Now, Christians do the same thing. We try to, like smash God in this box and try to say, this is what you do, God, and blah, blah, blah. The problem is, no one, who has ever counseled God? Yeah, that's the one that gets me. Who's yeah. done that? Like, the first line, you know, who has known the mind of God? And like, I understand I don't know, like, the full breadth of, yeah. you know, God's understanding and wisdom and all that stuff. But... You know, God makes sense to me, you know, in a, sure in a way. Does. So, like, it doesn't, uh, he doesn't feel in completely incomprehensible, Okay. you know. But, like, so that's maybe some hubris on my part. It's a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that I understand, that I know him I know. perfectly or anything like that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, what I read about it, it just, it, it, it makes there's, sense. There's, there's profound, there's profundity and all that stuff. But it does make sense to me. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit's in me. Dang it, you, you beat me to the Sunday school answer! <laughs> <laughs> but, but the next line, who has counseled God, yeah. just opens your mind to how singularly, yeah. you know, unique he is. There is no counselor no. to God. There, there can never be. No. Because he is the source of all things. Yes. You know, how can... 
the source be counseled by the thing? You know, it's a great question. But Rob Reiner will try to counsel God. Yeah, for soup sure. kitchens and drive-by churches. But liberals are smarter than God. <laughs> but here's the problem: Christians try to be nicer than God. Christians yeah. try to out out. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's there's bad on no both sides. issue with calling out other Christians for their sin. No. In fact, that's what we're called to do. As men of God, we're Christians, the culture, everybody, everything. everything. We that's have part to of the point reason why this show is here. They don't know. The lost don't know. Yeah, but then you sound like a Christian nationalist that's trying to go and make disciples yes. of all nations, baptize in the will. name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I mean, so <gasps> come on, man. So here's the prayer point. You're trying to drown me? <laughs> here's the prayer point. Pray for boldness to be salt and light. Amen. Um, pray for pray for um, the message to be received. And not the message, but not the, the message. message. Yeah, but the gospel, the word of God. Yeah. Um, and pray for all these lies, um, you know, masquerading as truth to be exposed. Amen. For the lies that they are, and then the and then the 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 predictions, the the programming, the revelation of the method that people will be wise to that and be prepared for what they're obviously telling us is to come. And remember, God's still on His throne. Yeah, amen. He's still on His throne. Yeah. Even if they try it, Obama's Obama's uh, uh, production company has not, you know, flabbergasted God. No. The great thing is that the Word of God makes it so easy to see the method mm-hmm. that Satan uses to trip up Christians who don't read the Word of God. Yep. The the people that get hung up on this are the people that don't read the Bible. That's very true. And if you're not reading the Bible, then you're going to trip over everything because you don't have the light of the Lord it's your leading sword. your path. It's your sword. Yeah. All right. Uh, pray it up, Dusty. Wasn't that the prayer? <laughs> Lord, Heavenly Father. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for bringing us together. These, these two guys and me, the lowly Duke. <laughs> I, I praise you and thank you for having them in my lives and being able to bring this to all of our audience to be able to glorify you in everything that we do to help bring your word to the people. We praise you and thank you for giving us the, your word of the God, uh, your word, the Bible. So we have something to follow. Thank you for everything you do for us in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. On that note, you've been listening to the King explaining podcast. The home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and your two kings serve the king of kings, Christ Jesus. Follow us on kingsplaining.substack.com. Kingsplaining.substack.com. Buy our merch. If you're interested, uh, support us if you can. Uh, We appreciate you. Peace out. God bless. See you next week. Time to fight you, Rameshi.